1: Three, two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to
2: episode 162 Destiny App. Hey, Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien.
3: And I'm Katie Walsh.
2: So, Katie, really cool conversation we had today with Parker, and he's created a really cool app with his co founder that helps you pay off your student loan.
3: Well, obviously, this speaks to my heart. I don't think (laughs) I need to even say that. Yeah. But I love their approach to it. It is so hand-holding for people who are just lost in the weeds and not sure what to do.
2: Right. And a lot of people that have student loans, they just don't know how to get started. Clueless. They're clueless and they want to pay them off, but they kind of feel like they're going to have them for a very long time and they put it off. And you know the struggle exactly. Like you went through that exact same thing. He is speaking to me. He's speaking to you like five years ago. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, absolutely cool app. Very nice guy. We absolutely had a blast chatting with him. So just before we dive into our episode, if you guys haven't already join our Facebook community, you can head on over to chainofwealth.com/slash group. We'd love it if you come to say hi. All right, Kate, you ready to dive in? Yep. Fantastic. Let's do it.
1: Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom.
2: Parker is a former professional football player turned wealth advisor, turned entrepreneur. Together with his friend and co-founder, Jerry Workman, they created Destiny, an app aimed at helping millennials pay off their student loan and credit card debt as fast as possible.
3: Welcome, Parker.
4: Parker. Hey, guys. How's it going?
3: Good. Thanks. So to anybody who doesn't know, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, like your money story? In helping you create destiny,
4: absolutely. So that's a very long story, but <laughs> basically, what happened is I played football in the NFL and just saw a lot of the uh, the problems that debt were causing a lot of my teammates and a lot of the coaches that I was around, and it kind of inspired me to become a wealth manager. And uh, even before the NFL, I grew up middle class, lower middle class. I'm right at the poverty line and saw what debt did my mom. I've been trying to better my life, my brother and sisters' lives as well, and just. Through seeing what Deck can do across the wealth spectrum, I really wanted to get involved in wealth management. So right when I was done playing football, I ended up being a wealth advisor for high net worth individuals out of uh, Oklahoma. So I was kind of right there in the heartland and I started helping wealthy people get wealthier and it was a great experience. I really enjoyed it. I was the youngest advisor on a, a $7 billion book of business, um, which was a lot of fun. I learned a lot, but quickly realized that wearing a suit every day and, um, and helping those wealthy people. Uh, make more money was just something that I just I felt a tug to do something else. And that's really where destiny came from. Uh, Jerry and I, my co-founder, we were just sitting kind of racking our brains about how we could uh, create something that would have a much larger impact than just the people I was helping on a day to day basis. Um, and that's really what we came up with when we decided to uh, jump ship um, from both of our jobs and really pursue destiny and create it.
2: So how did that sort of early stage process look like? I mean, did you have any sort of background in programming at all or your co-founder? Like, (laughs) How did you kind of get to an app?
4: (laughs) Absolutely not. Uh, I would say I probably was at a a negative knowledge point um, when it came to tech and uh, and apps and that kind of thing. But really in 2016 uh, is when I started having this little nugget in the back of my head to do something. And uh, I just started reading, in all honesty, I just started reading every single book I possibly could on the tech world and startups and, you know, what had happened before and what the new trends were. And I just started getting myself ingratiated in what was going on in the world. It took me about a year of doing that to really feel comfortable, like, okay, I feel like I have the vernacular now, I have the background now, let's start diving into what this could actually be. And so that was one year's worth of time. And then the next year was really diving into, okay, you know, who do I know that can help me build this? And that immediately was Jerry. Jerry and I grew up together. We've known each other for 20 years. We played football, basketball, baseball, like all these sports together. So um, there's been plenty of times sitting around, uh, sitting around TVs, playing video games and stuff with him. So I knew that if I ever was going to go to war, like this is the guy you'd want in your foxhole. And he just so happened to be a programmer. So he was a software and electrical engineer graduate from Missouri. University of Missouri and um, had been working for a weapons defense contractor for the last five years. And I just was like, man, what do you think? Could we build something like this? And he is what I would say the much more pessimistic, which I think most programmers are. You know, they see the world for what it is, where optimistic folks like me see for what it could be. He's kind of the yin to my yang. And it was just, you know, could we do this? And we'd started that conversation in September of 17 and started to, you know, trek out and see if we could build it. And originally we had thought, okay, maybe we could just build it quickly with an outsourced firm. And we quickly realized like that was just going to be a nightmare. So Jerry started to just code it. Um, He coded it in his spare time. And that was really the big Switch in our lives occurred right there in probably the spring of 2018, where we finally said, you know what, it's up to you and I, let's just go after and get this. And so I started to work at nights on the app, Um, not necessarily like coding or anything, but more so finding investors, finding partners, figuring out what this thing could actually do business model wise. So my typical schedule, and I kind of joke about it right now, but I just kind of worked myself to death. I had a wife at the time and I had two children. I still have two children, but I had a wife at the time and I would basically get up at five to go work out. I would go to work at 730. I would get back home at 530, be with the the wife and kids from 530 until 730 PM, and then put them all to bed and then go work on the app from about 730 to one o'clock in the morning every day. So for about a year, that was kind of my lifestyle. And that's kind of what it took to get it to where it was. And luckily for Jerry and I eventually really September of 2018 hit and we were just spinning our wheels trying to figure out, gosh, like, where do we get this money from to make this dream happen? And everybody had told us, you know, we can't invest in you because you're not doing it full time or we can't invest in you because the app's not live, you know, all these things. And so Jerry and I just decided and the end of August, beginning of September of 2018, to just jump ship. So we jumped ship on a Monday, turned in our uh, two weeks notices. And the crazy thing that happened, guys, is that in the next five days, we were fully funded with the money we needed to last a year. And we actually ended up getting a banking partner, which is MBKC, the banking partner in our app. And then we also got invited to join a fintech accelerator. That all happened within five days. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. It's just a testament to the entrepreneurial life. And Sometimes you just got to make that jump to make things happen. So it's a long way to say of kind of like where we came from and how we've gotten to where we are. But that's the fun part about the stories that we're just getting started.
3: Well, that's really admirable because you started not knowing really anything that you're doing and you took your time but worked really hard to get to where you are now. So looking back, because even though you are still a new app, you have been working on this for a long time and surely have learned a lot. I love hearing new company like mess up stories. Do you have any like funny blunder story where you're like, oh man, I should have thought of that, but (laughs) whoops.
4: Well, do you want one from this week is the real question? Um, Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't know if they're all funny, but I'll tell you there are just mistakes that you make every day and you're just like, good Lord, I wish I had a time machine where I could go back and just fix that problem. Um, I'll tell you right now, the the big one is that we started building an app in September that we are not building anymore. Um, and it's, it's only March, which is crazy. You know, you just so just to kind of give you some background. We believe in the lean startup methodology. So it's that build, measure, learn feedback loop, which basically means, you know, you build features based on what your response is from previous learning stages with your users. And so. We initially started to build a fully loaded financial planning app, very similar to like LearnVest or Hello Grove, if you all are familiar with either of those. But very quickly realized that, man, our users do not need this, that they can't even think about investments because debt is just so rampant across the country and really across the world. So, Jerry, I think it's funny. He probably wouldn't think it's funny. Uh, he spent, I would say, probably, yeah, probably seven days straight of a sprint. Where he was coding about 16 hours a day, seven days in a row, 16 hours a day. And then the day after you get done with that sprint, we cut that whole entire app and started over from scratch. So that's not a funny story, but it's just like one of those things where it's like, wow, like it can change so fast in this landscape. And especially since we're so young, we can cut ties with certain things pretty quickly. And unfortunately, we spend a lot of time in the wrong direction. It's just kind of like if you've ever been in a boat or a canoe. If you're not rowing in the same direction, it can be really hard to move that boat. But if you're paddling in the right direction, you can move really quickly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, it's very true. And you know, the nice thing is when you are a smaller company, you do have that flexibility to sort of pivot and say, well, this is not the direction we want to go in anymore. And I think sort of listening to your users and realizing what their needs are and putting that first can have a major impact. And speaking a little bit about that, like... Why student loans and credit card debts? And why do you think that there is this big need? I know there is, but like, what was one of the things that sort of sets you off and said, this is a problem I'm going to solve?
4: Yeah, I mean, there's so many stories. At this point, we're very lucky. We've had so many people share so many incredible stories about where they've been, um, and especially in their debt story. Uh, I harken back to two to two things. And it's really my mom's story is, is the first one that just sticks out in my mind. My mom was, and again, I mentioned that, you know, we kind of grew up in what some would call poverty. I didn't feel like we were in poverty, but that would probably be what she would say. Uh, My mom worked two jobs and uh, had three children and just kind of did what she had to do to survive. And it was tough to put, you know, food on the table sometimes and clothes on her back. But what she did was at the age of 33, which I was probably three years old at the time, she decided she wanted to go back to school and become a nurse. So like many millennials uh, today and, you know, Gen Zers now, um, she had to go get a student loan to be able to afford that dream. And she did graduate in six years and she's now a nurse and or she was a nurse at that time. And now she's doing some other stuff. But incredible story it took her six years to graduate. And what I didn't realize until I was an advisor was how she was making ends meet from that point in her journey until now. And the truth of the matter is, is that it took my mom over 20 years and $50,000 to pay off a six year loan back in the 90s. It's honestly egregious to some point, Um, but that's what she had to do to survive and to be able to pay for, you know, my sports stuff, my brother's sports stuff. She did what she had to do. And I never wanted someone to feel like that's what they had to do, to feel like that was the only answer. Because to my mom, that was the only answer. No one was going to help her. No banker was going to help her. She didn't have a whole lot of money. No credit card company was going to give her a huge line of credit because she didn't have a huge income. So all these factors really negatively affected her. And I looked at the landscape today and saw, well, that problem still exists. You know, the only way to help your debt problem right now is to either consolidate your loans or pay them off. And in my opinion, there's not a really great company out there that is helping people pay that off and giving them direction, giving them guidance. There's plenty of debt consolidators, you know, SoFi's out there, Tally's out there, Trim's out there. Banks are still doing debt consolidation loans, but You know, when we looked at that problem and then we started talking to users and then you've got one of our users is a a Baylor. I don't know if you you all are familiar with Baylor University, but Baylor University is a university in Texas. It's a private university. So it's very expensive to go there. And she became a teacher. And, you know, teachers in Texas make about 45 to 50 grand, but her student loans ended up costing around $225,000.
3: Oh my goodness.
4: And it's just, that is going to be a beast for her to pay off. And in the real world right now, nothing's going to really help. Even if you get a debt consolidation loan, it's still going to be a struggle to figure out how to move your lifestyle in the direction to actually pay that off efficiently and effectively. And so that was really where it all sparked from. And that's why we were like, you know what? Investments are awesome. I still love investments. I still love talking about investments. But until we solve the root of the problem of debt, people won't be able to get to investments as effectively as possible. Yeah, they might be able to save. They might have the Acorns app and Uh, you know, be able to round up, you know, their Starbucks and stuff. And that's awesome. But at the end of the day, mathematically speaking, that probably should go towards debt until your debt's paid off. That's just how we feel.
3: I feel like you're speaking right to our heart because that is exactly the journey that we have been on for quite a while because I had student loan debt and a few other things. And I recently... Just paid off my student loan. Congratulations.
4: That's awesome.
3: Thank you. I'm finally able to actually save and not feel like, hmm, should I be saving this or should I put it towards my loan? I don't have that thought anymore. And it's wonderful. And it is definitely life changing.
4: That's incredible. Well, congratulations to you guys on that. It's an awesome feeling. And, you know, kudos to you. That's a very hard thing to do. And making that decision now is going to pay so many dividends for you in the future.
2: Thanks. We really appreciate it. So going back to your app, could you tell us a little bit about like how it works, where we can find it? um, What are some of the things that people need to know if they're using it for the first time?
4: Absolutely. So our app is the Destiny app. It's on both of the iOS and Android app stores. And right now we're in what I would call MVP build stage. So what that means is, is when you download the app, uh, it's going to be more of a manual process. You're going to be inputting your um, your income, your expenses. You know, think about like pretty much everything that you do with your money needs to go into those two functions there. Our algorithm on the back end is going to crunch both of those numbers. Look at your debts, look at the interest rates of your debts. Look at the minimum payments that you're making. Look about how much money you're actually putting towards those debts in totality. The first thing it's going to spit out, it's going to tell you how much money we're going to save you in the first year, the first 12 months. That's kind of our biggest thing that we're trying to show people is giving them that immediate gratification of, okay, regardless of everything else, if you follow this plan that's about to follow, you will save this amount of money. That's what we're telling you in real dollars. Right now, our average user is saving around thirty six hundred dollars a year. So it's a pretty solid number. And then we've actually just crossed the threshold. Um, We're going to save folks over five hundred thousand dollars in twenty nineteen which is awesome. And how we do that is we then after we show you how much we're going to save you, it then shows you a month by month debt by debt plan. And we show you exactly how much money to pay towards that debt each month. So some months it's going to be more if you're following the plan, it's going to be less, right? So it actually recalculates every single month. And it's just going to show you a number right now. Now, as we continue to grow, there's gonna be more features and more things that go into the app based on what our users are telling us. So right now, getting involved in the app is going to be really cool on two fronts. One, you're going to get that immediate gratification for knowing exactly what your plan is going to do for you and exactly how much money to pay towards those debts. You don't even really have to think about it. It's just, okay, I don't even have to worry about it anymore. This is how much money I need to pay. Don't do any calculations, no spreadsheets, nothing. Uh, The second part of that is, is that you're going to actually help build this app, which is really cool. It's like if you could have helped build Facebook back in the day, That would have been a really cool thing to have your actual fingerprints on what's going into the app. So it's kind of a great time right now to be talking with people who are really needing help. And it gives us great insight into where we need to steer this thing and where we need to go from here. The big updates that you're going to see in the next two weeks, and the next two weeks being uh, the end of March, beginning of April, is you're going to see automation come in. So we're just finishing our build. You're going to see automations with Plaid. I don't know if you're all familiar with Plaid, but basically it allows us to Uh, give you um, just using your email and password. You can then plug that information in and then our app will go out and fetch all of your uh, expense details and bring them back into the app. So you don't have to do a bunch of manual calculations, a bunch of manual input. It'll help a lot with speeding up that process. Um, At the same time, it'll allow us to look at your bank account and see your actual income and see how closely you're following the plan so we can then adjust your plan accordingly. So it'll be a lot more proactive as opposed to reactive to you, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, that does make sense. It's actually really interesting. So when, when you say it'll be able to download your stuff, is that kind of like Mint or YNAB that it can just kind of pull the information in? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Oh, that's really cool.
3: I love that because as a person before me and Dennis really started talking about finances together, I thought that I kind of had my my money situation organized, but I didn't. And then when I started to realize that I didn't, I didn't know where to start or even how to think about going about and getting organized. And I feel like this is kind of a one-stop shop for people where everything is uploaded and you really help by individualizing what people
4: need. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we found super interesting is you know, you mentioned YNAB and Mint. There's a bunch of great budgeting apps out there. The problem is, is that folks get super scared about budgeting. They get terrified sometimes um, because there's just so much that goes into it. There's so much that goes into, you know, just even making that step of, hey, I have a problem. Where do I start? It's just a very internal situation that, that most folks hold and specifically millennials, younger millennials, they just freak out. It's, uh, it's such an interesting, we've had plenty of phone calls with people where it's like, Oh, I don't want to talk about budgets. I don't want to talk about budgets. The great thing about our app is we kind of do a budget in the background. You really don't even notice that it is a budget, but we give you a budget if that makes sense. It's kind of budgeting without you really needing to do a whole lot. And that's kind of the point of what we wanted. You know, We didn't want as something where it's just so down in the weeds that you you get kind of lost and we also didn't want something that was so high level that just doesn't really provide you value we tried to find that sweet spot of budgeting is important and budgeting with a purpose is more important though and so most companies they have some kind of purpose like you know I mentioned acorns are trying to round up for investments mint is just trying to get you a good grasp on your money you know what our whole purpose is is we're trying to really help you take that first step in alleviating that money monster off your back and just taking it off your back. And that first step is just getting that semblance of, okay, where am I at and where do I need to go?
2: Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I also like that you said that you're not going to just be seeing like spreadsheets and stuff like that. So it's a funny story. But like when Kate sort of did the whole realization of her debt, like I being like a an accountant type personality, I like pull up an Excel and, you know, I'm calculating everything yep. and getting all her like information and stuff from her. And I could it just see her face. Awful. And <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the more stuff I entered into Excel, the more upset she was getting. And like, yes. I, I think people that don't like the whole Excel and the formulas and everything like that, something like trying to get a grasp on your debt is something that's exceptionally challenging because they don't want to know what it's going to look like in X period or whatever the case is. They want to know how much do I need to pay today that it's going to help me pay it off by my birthday or whatever the case is. Absolutely. I think taking that approach that you guys have in terms of making it
4: user-friendly is really important.
3: I like the hand-holding aspect, (laughs) personally.
4: (laughs) What blew my mind is that it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter if you make thirty grand a month or if you make $3 a month. This is something that just across the wealth spectrum, people struggle with. And uh, it's so funny that you mentioned spreadsheets. I'm a spreadsheet person. Like, I love my spreadsheets on my Google Drive. It is all spreadsheets, in my opinion, it's the best way to optimize pretty much everything. And then my co-founder, Jerry, he's like, dude, I don't want to see any of that, you know? (laughs) um, So it was great. It's great that you guys mentioned that, you know, because that's exactly what we're trying to accomplish. You know, we want it to be as easy as possible and really help as many people as possible. And unfortunately for me, uh, most people don't like spreadsheets. So that's that's great that you guys mentioned that.
2: (laughs) Money Clad, we're just going to take a quick break and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. Parker was very kind to extend to us a promo code for his Destiny app. You can download Destiny on the Google Play Store or an iOS. So use the promo code chains, C-H-A-I-N-S, and you'll get your first month for free. That's Destiny app in the app store.
3: Okay, Parker. So what are you doing in regards to saving in your retirement plan right now?
4: Absolutely. So uh, right now, in all honesty, I am an entrepreneur. and I'm feet first into this thing. I'm very lucky in the fact that I didn't have any student loans. You know, I played football in college at Oklahoma State. And so I was lucky to get that scholarship and everything. And then I actually got my master's degree under that scholarship as well. So that was all good there. And right now, all forces are pointed towards this. Um, In the entrepreneurial world, there are no 401ks, right? There's no IRAs. So while I have this vast knowledge of investments and stuff, I'm having to put that on the back burner just because everything's pointed towards trying to create this product for, for people. If Jerry and I and our group here can help as many people as possible get out of debt, that's at the end of the day going to help us make up for the lost time right here that we're having and not getting to do the investment stuff that we want to do.
2: Yeah, that totally makes sense. So do you have a favorite book or podcast you're currently into?
4: Oh my gosh. I don't know if you guys have enough time for this. Um, (laughs) My goodness. I'm a voracious reader. I'm a voracious consumer of podcasts. Um, Good Lord. I go in sprints too, where it's just like, I love one thing for like a while, and then I move on to the next thing and go back and forth. As far as books are concerned, just speaking just to finances in general, The Millionaire Next Door is probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite, just from the aspect that It was more than a research-based book, which I love. I'm also a huge fan of Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell as an author and then um, uh, The Millionaire Next Door is the book are my two favorite book recommendations when it comes to just thinking about wealth and thinking about the world. Um, And as far as podcasts, I mean, I listen to so much stuff, probably the most user-friendly one as far as money is concerned, good night. I mean, I listened to Dave Ramsey a lot uh, the last couple of years, but have kind of moved away from that. Planet Money probably is my favorite one that I could recommend to people that wouldn't be too much, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would say those two. And then I, I'm a very religious individual, so I have about six different sermon podcasts that I listen to of pastors across the country. So that's another one that I would recommend. But um, but yeah, those are probably the two, the two biggest ones.
3: I love it. So do you have a quote that you try to live by?
4: Absolutely. Be bold, tweaks never change the world, it is actually from my pastor, Craig Groschel. Um, he runs the third largest church in the country, Life Church. And that has always stuck out to me, just being bold. And, you know, when you tiptoe around things, the earth never moves. And we're trying to do something where the earth definitely moves when we walk. Yeah, probably that one.
2: Fantastic. Park, we've had a ton of fun hanging out today. Do you have any other last parting piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye.
4: Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you all so much for letting us be on here. You know, we love what you guys are doing. I love your story. What I would say to your users is regardless of where you're at, it doesn't matter in all honesty, it doesn't matter if you use, you know, our product or YNAB or Mint or Dave Ramsey or whatever just start. Do not be afraid that you're beyond help because I promise you we've seen stories that would blow your mind and no one is beyond help. Just take that first step in whatever way possible you can. Maybe it is starting a spreadsheet. Maybe it's just going to talk to a financial counselor somewhere. Um, But do yourself a favor and do it now because everybody's story can be changed and everybody's story can be rewritten
2: money clan we are working out with parker you can check out the destiny app it's available on ios and android and definitely start getting your money in order whether it's this app or another app just start it's something critical that's going to impact you for the rest of your life